grab your balls and head to the bedroom because Pokemon Day has come and with it, we got a ton of new details about the Pokemon Sleep mobile game, along with many other exciting announcements. And Elden Ring fans get hyped. There's new DLC on the way. We're going to talk about all this stuff and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. your balls because gaming news weekly is back we are the best weekly video game news show out there every single monday we're bringing you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry fruit lab youtube podcast services everywhere we're there we're talking news my name is Rock to red every week i'm joined by this guy full clip hands on his balls ready to go how are you dude? hands up uh. Doing all right, man. It's been a heck of a week, but uh, we're getting there and ready to give the people their gaming news that they've been waiting all week for. Yeah. You surprised me with the intro to to grab your balls (laughs) thing, so then I was like, I'm going to surprise him by saying it multiple times throughout the intro. Oh, you got me. Yeah, equally got. Um, Yeah, lots of exciting stuff to talk about this week. Before we get into that, though, what we do every week, what you've been playing. Anything good? You know, I haven't had a lot of time this week to play, but it mm-hmm. didn't stop me from grinding that Call of Duty Season 2 a little bit more. In fact, uh, you texted me right before we were going to record and said, hold on 30 minutes. That was 30 minutes of COD for me. Really? Nice. Yeah. I'm glad I could help you out there. You know, I appreciate you in there. Um, you're still You're still enjoying it? Yeah, absolutely. I fully intend to finish the Battle Pass this season and everything. Hopefully, I mean, I think it's going to be a little shorter of a break after I'm finished with this one, but hopefully I got a window in there to get into some other stuff. There's a lot of other things I want to try out. Nice. Yeah, I've been that way with Fortnite, man. I've been really grinding this battle pass. Like, they finished the main the main one, and now there's, like, I mean, it just keeps going. There's all sorts of, like, different variations on the, oh, yeah. the stuff that you could get throughout. Um, but, yeah, I'm still having a lot of fun with that. I've been also I've been playing a lot of VR, dude. Just a lot. I got... Um, so on the PlayStation VR subreddit, everybody's talking about um, this game called Pavlov. Now, I don't know if, you, if you've heard of this game, but it is a—it's basically like Call of Duty, but in VR. So it's a multiplayer only. I mean, you could play solo against like bots and stuff like that, mm. but it's just a multiplayer game, and um, it's just—it's VR, and it's—I so I just got it, and I put some time into it, and I'm awful. I'm really, really, really bad at it. I need to, to practice because it's so, like, I mean, I don't know. I've never really fired any I've fired a handgun and, like, a uh, rifle, you know. But other than that, dude, you could, there's, like, machine guns and rocket launchers and all this shit. And they're all, like, you know, true to life. Everybody talks about how realistic the, the firing is. But you got to load each gun. The first time I'm playing it, I'm trying to load this gun with a clip, and I'm like putting it up here where I think it goes, and then I realize, no, it goes like on the side or some oh, shit, and I'm like, maybe I like a bullpup. Yeah, exactly. There's all cool. these different ways to to load these guns, and I know nothing about them. So that's problem one. Problem two is I can't hit anybody with the guns. Like I'm aiming, like I'm just spraying, gotcha. just spraying everywhere. Um. And problem three, like, after I played for maybe about 
played for about an hour last night, and I'm getting my my VR legs. But um, you know, there's a lot of movement. Obviously, you know, you're oh, familiar yeah. with Call of Duty. Um, so a lot of movement, and I'm just like, so you move with the joysticks, and I'm just like the you got to like turn with it, and then you, I'm turning in an opposite way. Then the joy, and it's like makes you get a little bit uh, a little queasy. So I played for about an hour last night, and I had to stop because I was getting like real like sweaty and like cold sweat. But um, I feel like I'm I'm getting a little bit better. But I'm having a lot of fun. Like, you oh, could yeah. mess with people. You could, like, take the clips right out of their guns and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's not a game that I would have really ever thought to buy. It was definitely hyped up from the from the internet peoples. Uh, that paired with the fact that Fruit Lab's uh, shop came back, and I was able to pay for it with uh, with pips from, from Fruit Lab. So that helps, oh, too. Nice. So. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think I played that one. If it's on the Quest 2 as well, um, I, I played so, something. Yeah. It, it was probably that or something very similar, but you have to like pull the magazine off the side where your inventory would be, uh-huh. put it in the gun, pull the Cop. firing pin yep. back and stuff. Yeah, and w- when you're done, the whole the whole shebang. Yes. Uh, but that's yeah. pretty cool. I didn't play a lot of that, but I, I can imagine by what you're saying, like you kind of have to know a little bit about how these guns operate and reload. Yep, different way, different ones do completely different things. Yeah, so like on the the VR subreddit today, there was like a person that put out like tips, like how to get better at, at Pavlov, and like one of them was just go and spend like a half hour in the firing range, just getting like accustomed to like all the different weapons and stuff like that. So because there is you know gun game from Call of Duty, and you get a different gun every time. Um, so like you you really have to know all the the different weapons and that sort of thing so um and then even just like the grenades like i'm trying to get a hold of like what buttons do what like what fingers are you know designated to which buttons so i'm trying to throw this grenade and i'm just dropping it at my feet (laughs) and then like you see the like it's really gory because like your body like a leg goes flying over here and there's just blood everywhere and like your mangled body like your ribs poking out and stuff like that's very visceral very violent <laughs> you um, love to see it but yeah it's a lot of fun i'm definitely uh i gotta record some uh some footage like i i recorded i recorded my first playthroughs in it and i was like man i should post this but it was just so bad i'm like this is just too embarrassing so uh maybe uh maybe maybe not we'll see um I also did, I tried a little bit of the Atomic Heart game that we talked about. Did you get a chance to try that out? Not yet. That was so your homework, dude. Are you, you, you full-on communist now uh, uh, fully, because of the propaganda? Absolutely. I'll tell you, um, I played it for about an hour, and like 40 minutes of it is just, you're riding in a boat, you're riding in a car, and it's really, really boring. Once the game picks up, for all right, probably wasn't 40 minutes, but it was like, 25 minutes of like you can't you're just sitting there listening it was a lot and then just walking and then but once it picks up and there's like this robot um you know thing happening i i could see uh it being a lot of fun so we'll we'll see um i gotta i gotta get in there more before i can give my full impressions gotcha you think it's worthy of the controversy we talked about last episode i mean so far i haven't you know, there's definitely like uh, Soviet things mentioned in there, but 
had I not heard about it, I don't know if I would have really, um, you know, given it much thought as I'm playing. Yeah. But again, this is just the, the beginning, like 15, 20 minutes uh, of it that, uh, the, the, the dialogue and that sort of thing. And then after that, it's just, yeah, there's just bots and you're just running around killing things. And that's another, you know, nothing to do with Russia oh, so yeah. far. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I don't, I don't know. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll keep, uh, this would be a weekly thing. I'll report back. Okay. <laughs> if I, if, if I could break free of, uh, you know, the PlayStation VR every once in a while. All right. Should we move on to our new releases? Sounds good. All right, let's do it. These are our new releases from last week. All right, first up, Destiny 2 Lightfall. This is the uh, major expansion to Destiny 2. came out February 28th. It's got new missions, new PvE locations, PvP maps, new gear, new weapons, two new dungeons, uh, a legendary difficulty mode, and then an upcoming. There's a new raid coming out real soon. Um, did you did you get into Destiny at all in any period? Yeah, the first Destiny played it up till around the time of the first DLC and kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Destiny Two, I got into it late. I think when it was like a free title for PlayStation mm-hmm. um, before it went free to play though, and uh, just haven't touched it in ages though. It's been years. Yeah, me the the exact same like um i did all those things and this just reading about this and how um how excited everybody is for it i was like should i do this should i get back in there um but it's daunting you know like if i don't know how big the you know the the curve is you know if i start back up now am i how far behind am i like this legendary difficulty this is for the people that have been playing it regularly from the beginning who want a little bit more of a challenge. Obviously that's not going to be me, you know, level, whatever, single digits. Um, but I always say it, destiny, the PVP in debt in both destiny games is something like the smoothest, tightest, like multiplayer I've ever played. And I uh, absolutely had a blast playing it. I always think about going back to it, but I think all I'm going to need to do is just like download it onto my PlayStation and, then I have no excuse. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean free to play, so it's it's one of those great like rainy day titles. Yeah, just feeling bored, want to try something different. Destiny Two is always there. Yeah, yesterday or what was it? it was like two days ago. I was like super tired. I didn't want to get off the couch, and I'm like, I need a new game to play. Um, and uh, I didn't want to get grab an Xbox controller. I had the PlayStation controller, and I was like, shit, I forgot I have like PlayStation Plus, like the extra the catalog so i went through there and i'm like there's so many great games in here that like i could just play any of them and um i downloaded just for no apparent reason tekken 7 and i'm i was like i just feel like fighting some things and uh i did and i had a blast nice all right next up woe long fallen dynasty came out march 3rd pc ps4 ps5 xbox one x and s this is an action role-playing game. It's from Team Ninja, the guys behind the, the Neo games. Um, it's like a, it's being described as like a Souls-like, more like a Sekiro-like um, game. And it's like a timing-based combat. You got to like parry and, and do all this stuff and get your get your attacks just right. Um, 
There's all this uh, loot and upgrades and that sort of thing. It looks great. I thought it was out, and I went to I went to go play it. Yeah. Um, and as of the time of this recording, it is not out. I was a little bummed because it is a day one uh, uh, Game Pass game. So it's available. If you have Game Pass, you can play it right away. So uh, I'm excited for it. You going to check this one out, you think? I don't know. It looks really awesome from the trailers. It's mm-hmm. just uh, I feel lost in that world, and there's so much other stuff I want to check out first. Yeah. Yeah, this um, – I always love these type of games, like specifically the action role-playing games and the um, like the Souls-like games. Not so much for their level of difficulty, but I really like the, the play style. Oh, yeah. um, and I like this, this kind of genre, you know, the – the kung fu stuff and this era um so yeah i'm ex- i'm excited for this one it's getting great reviews it's got an 81 right now on metacritic so uh the fans are loving it all right and last up dead cells return to castlevania uh dlc came out march 6th this is bringing in new weapons new loot new enemies you get to fight dracula and you can even fight death himself what do you think about that would you fight death like if it was real life and you had to fight death oh yeah would you fight death yes but does he get to use the scythe because if he gets a weapon i want a weapon yeah you get a weapon what's your weapon skateboard perfect good choice good choice um yeah do you uh did you ever play dead cells yeah, there's the thing. I've never touched Dead Cells, never touched Castlevania. Well, so this mashup is not for me, but it looks cool. Yeah, it's and you know everybody Dead Cells, classic game. Castlevania, classic game. Skateboard, classic weapon. Yes. All right, that's it. Those are our new releases: two <laughs> expansions and a uh, and a kung fu role playing game. The name of our um, sex tape. <laughs> I don't know how that works. But, um, all right, should we move on? You got anything else you want to talk about new release-wise? Nah, that's it. All right, let's get into the meat of this here dinner. The news of the week. All right, first of all, I got to ask, how did you celebrate Pokemon Day? I'm going to be honest, I didn't know it was Pokemon Day until a day after. What? It's not on your calendar? No. I'm surprised by that, too. February 27th, Pokemon Day. It's obviously, you know, the day that we celebrate it every year. No, I didn't know it was Pokemon Day either. Um, yeah. I didn't even know there was a Pokemon Day, quite honestly. But, you know, we this is we live and we learn. And now we're here informing you, the public, of Pokemon Day. So you can put it on your calendar for next year. I guess the question is, is it always on February 27th? I assume so. Yeah, I know Mario. Are you familiar with Mario Day? No. So that's, I know that's an easy one because it's on March 10th. M-A-R-1-0. Mario. You'll never forget that now. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Pokemon Day. It came and uh, there's a lot of Pokemon-themed announcements. Are you ready for them? Ready. So, you know, a bunch of stuff about... The card game. Now, you're familiar. Um, the Pokemon was a trading card game. Yes, yes. Uh, it's a big part of my childhood, actually. I have a lot of nostalgia for that era of Pokemon. Nice, nice. Um, you still have all your cards? They're sitting in a dresser somewhere in the childhood home. 
Yeah, I haven't touched them in years and years. I know there's there's probably some value there that I'm missing out on. I know there's wow. at least like a Charizard, not a first edition, but mm. from the base set of, of Pokemon back when these things were like 25 bucks a piece at flea markets. Nice. Yeah, that could be worth um, 26 bucks someday. Yeah. You play your cards right. You see what I did there? Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, a bunch of uh, trading card game announcements. Uh, there is a new Netflix show coming called Pokemon Concierge. It's a stop motion animation uh, Pokemon show. Uh, Pokemon Unite is getting a uh, some new stuff. You played that, right? Yeah, that's I, the one on Switch. Is it on anything else? It's on nah, uh, mobile, sense. I think. Yeah, it's on mobile and Switch. But yeah, it's uh, like a mobile. I played that a little bit. It was a well-made game. I was meant to go back to it, and I just kind of forgot about it. Um, Pokemon Cafe Remix got some DLC. This I wasn't familiar with. I don't know what it is. But so that one's like a bubble pop kind of game. Mobile? I, I could easily see it being mobile. I assume so because it uses a lot of mobile features on the Switch. Dude, it looks like something that uh, my wife would love. So I have to tell her about this. Um, and then um, let's get to the let's get to the good stuff. Pokemon Sleep. The this creepiest is not a joke. thing from Pokemon for the longest time, I gotta say. Dude, I read this and I was like, is it? Did April Fools come early? So this is this is you could play Pokemon while you're sleeping. That's crazy. So like there's yeah. so it's an app and it'll track your sleeping patterns and it'll show you sleep styles of different monsters that you can encounter while you're sleeping. And then um you could like somehow catch these Pokemon while you're sleeping? I don't know. Um, it kind of plays into this next thing, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Yes, that's what it's called, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. <laughs> and what this is, it's like a, a device. It's a new little Pokeball-looking gadget that you could use it when you're playing Pokemon Go so you don't have to drain your battery life of your phone. You could throw Pokeballs with it and spin Pokestops, uh, and it goes... It works with your Pokemon Sleep. You put it like underneath your pillow. It'll sing you lullabies, and um, it's really weird and creepy. But you know, yeah, yeah. I I mean, would you put this like device in your child's bed at night? Um. Uh. Oof. No. Okay. I'd put it in my bed. You know, but um, I put some pretty pretty strange things in my bed before uh, uh, devices of all sorts i'm sure <laughs> well yeah it's in people um so yeah it's uh that was the the big thing you know but sure there was like some uh expansions announced for the new pokemon games scarlet and uh violet but who cares about that when you've got a device that you could slip under your pillow that'll sing lullabies to you and catch sleeping pokemon oh, in pikachu's voice so it's okay exactly but he doesn't yeah I don't know. Is that enjoyable? Do people want to hear that? I don't know. I mean, it sings you lullabies, and it gets friendlier with you the more you sleep with it. Yeah. It doesn't sound like we're talking about Pokemon right now. No. No. No, but it sounds interesting. I think yeah. one of us just need to um, to get one just for the show. You know, okay, yeah. Just for the show. We'll, uh, yes. 
that's why I will get one. Um, so yeah, that was Pokemon Day, and uh, you know, I'm sure everybody there was cake, probably, and um, lots of balls. All right, <laughs> shall we move on? Should we? Can we talk about Pokemon more? Hmm. No, I guess not. Let's move on. Okay. This now, this one I was a little bit more excited about this one than I was about Pokemon Day. So I'm just gonna say it like this because I'm cool. Rise tarnished and let us walk a new path together. Elden Ring expansion is in development. Um, there was an official announcement. Uh, it's called the Shadow of the Erd Tree. Now I know you you played Elden Ring. You didn't get Little, very far. Scratch the surface. Yeah, you didn't get very far. So you know it's not it's not for you, but but it's uh it's coming. You know when you're ready for it. When you beat gotcha. Elden Ring. It's going to be there for you. Now, I haven't even beat Elden Ring, so is it for me? I don't know. But it's exciting. They had So they had a, a, a DLC, um, but that was just like kind of an update. It added a, uh, a PvP arena game thing to, um, to Elden Ring. Now, this is a single-player uh, game expansion. I don't know what it's going to add. They didn't give us any other information. No release date, no info about it. But it was an official announcement from from software, from Elden Ring, that it is coming. And it came just a, a few days after the one-year anniversary of the release of Elden Ring. Um, and which we recently saw that it sold over 20 million copies, which is pretty, pretty cool. For a game like that, you know? Like, it's just like a role-playing game. So what what is an erd tree? Is that like yeah, it's a big the tree thing in the middle of the map or something? Yeah, it, it grows erds, you know. Gotcha. Only the best erds. Mm-hmm. Erds finest. Yeah. Oh no, that's a typo. This was nerd tree. It's supposed to be a oh. nerd tree. Just um, you know, just me and you just hanging off this tree. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about it more in the lead up to the release, but um. Just to know that it's it's happening is all I needed. Get back in there. It's I the best thing about these DLCs, even when I haven't like finished the game, it's gonna get me to go back in and play the game prior to the release oh, yeah. of this too. So um and I do need a kick in the pants to get in there. All right, next up, everybody's favorite segment here on Gaming News Weekly, subscription minute. I don't we still need to come up with a name for that. Um PlayStation Plus games for March have been announced. Uh, they're coming March 7th, getting Minecraft Dungeons, Code Vein, and Battlefield 2042. Um, just a, a meh for me. A meh month. Um, if I had it, I would definitely be trying out Minecraft Dungeons out of those. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I probably will, because my kid... Dude, he loves watching YouTube videos of Minecraft stuff. And we've tried it. No clue what I'm doing. No clue. Oh, yeah. Even on, like, the creative mode. Like, I don't know. Am I supposed to build stuff? What am I supposed to build? I end up just, like, flying through the sky and just, that's about it. But this one is my kind of thing because it's, like, I could he could watch Minecraft, but it's kind of got a, um, you know, there's a point to it. It's not just, <laughs> you know, roaming around and building stuff. Yeah. So... Um, I so that one, and I do really want to try Battlefield 2042 just to see how bad it is. 
Like, oh, I thought you were going to say if it improved. But, well, I've uh, heard that it's gotten a little bit better. Now we played like the um, the beta, right? That yeah. was all. You and I both uh, tapped out after that because it was not enjoyable. Yeah, big hunk of pile. <laughs> but you know, I have heard it, they've been updating it, and it's been getting better and better. So, you know, I want to see exactly what that means but um whether or not i do it that's another story altogether um and then yeah cold vein is like a role-playing game anime kind of uh aesthetic to it so uh that looks good but again i do i have a list you know longer than my arm of like role-playing games that i would like to try and they're only oh, yeah. 50 hours each sure yeah let me get all of those done especially when i'm addicted to fortnite yeah, um, yeah, it's a, it's not it's a hard life for us gamers. Yeah, yeah, definitely is not helping. But um, yeah, so a man month, but I'll I'll, uh, I'll try them out. Report back, like I said, March seventh uh, is when those will be available for PlayStation Plus subscribers. All right, next up, Luminous Productions, the studio behind the recent game Forspoken, uh, is merging with Square Enix. Re merging. They, they were a part of Square Enix. They branched off, and now they're going back into Square Enix. So, is, remer can, is remerging? That's a, it sounds like it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but no. I like it. So, Forspoken was the game we talked about not too long ago. It, it didn't launch that long ago, but uh, you played it. You played the demo before that, right. and, and my, my take from your take was that it's like, it, it all the bones are there for something good. It just falls a little short. That is absolutely correct. Yeah, it was very meh, just real basic. Um, I thought the world was going to be really cool and the magic and stuff like that, but it was just didn't have any weight and everything just kind of just didn't feel right. So um, they are continuing to. There's a patch coming out that's supposed to fine tune Forspoken and then a DLC. So both of those things are still coming out. And then after that, they will um, merge with Square Enix to, um, you know, just work on whatever Square Enix tells them to work on then. Which is kind of a, a bummer. You know, they you think when you're this production company and you want to, like, go out and do your own thing. This was their big break, you know. Forspoken was it. If, if, it, if things maybe went a little bit different this news would probably be much different as well, you know? Um, so I just want to read um, a tweet from Luminous Productions. They say, you may have heard the news that Luminous Productions is merging with Square Enix. Uh, beginning on May 1st, our talented team will join Square Enix to deliver new innovative gaming experiences to players across the globe. Between now and then, we remain entirely focused on Forspoken. We are currently working on the previously announced patch to address overall game performance. Uh, and the DLC, Intenta We Trust, uh, is on track for release this summer. Thank you again for your patience and support. When we established Luminous Productions in 2018, our vision was to make AAA games that fuse technology and artistry to deliver completely new play experiences. Having the chance to do just that has been a dream come true. We appreciate you taking this journey with us and look forward to continuing to create new entertainment and experiences as a part of the Square Enix family. So... Um, yeah, so I guess, just like I said, you know, it definitely, it sounds like they really wanted to, you know, just create what they wanted and do their thing, and, and they did that. Unfortunately, it wasn't, uh, 
up to the bar that they probably had, had hoped. So, um, at least, you know, at least they're, they, they, they're still working. They're still in the industry, hopefully making yeah. some, uh, some sweet games with uh, Square Enix. Yep. Presumably Square Enix may have seen the potential in the game as well, and that's why they're not, you know, shut down, but just moved. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, they'll, they'll work on something else and make some more cool stuff. The long-awaited sequel to The Wolf Among Us will need to be a little more long-awaited. Um, there, it has been delayed, and to 2024. I know you're saying, "Hey, this, we just got in 2023. What's going on?" Um, yeah, the uh, 2024. They they came out with a. Um, they reached out to IGN and to basically made the announcement through them uh, through an article. Great article uh, if you have time to read it, if you care at all about Telltale Games. Um, it's a really great article. There's a few quotes I want to read uh, in this, but um, before we do that, The Wolf Among Us. Did you ever play it? No. Did you like – I know you're not like a those point-and-click adventure game type things. I kind of avoid like the Telltale game series. Just okay. The uh, I was always a big fan of them. We've you know we always talk about it. I like those style of games. The Wolf Among Us was amazing. It was based on a comic uh, called Fables, and uh, there's all these different characters from fairy tales in it. And this is about uh, the big bad wolf, and he's like a detective, and it's just like it's this really adult story. Great game. If you ever do want to play one, I definitely recommend this one. Um, so yeah, I was excited for the sequel when it was announced. So this goes with it's a whole roller coaster. Telltale closed. They got bought by someone, reopened, announced right away that they're gonna be making the Wolf Among Us. Um and then, you know, COVID happened and all this stuff uh, happened. And now the first Wolf Among Us came out in twenty thirteen. Now, you know, it'll be eleven years later, we'll have the, the sequel finally. But um yeah, some quotes from Jamie Ottilly, the uh, CEO of Telltale Games, said making games is difficult and they need to be or they need time to be right. And it doesn't do any of us any good to ship something that's not ready. Um, it says if we put this game out and it's not ready, we're going to get torn to shreds. The expectations are pretty high. and We want to we want time to meet those and we want to be proud of it and know that, hey, this is the best game we could have made. Let the world let the world say what they will once it's done. But at least we know that in these times, in these conditions, this is the best game that we can make. Um, and then he talks about crunch. He says, I've done crunch and I don't want to do it again. It's not fair to ask it. You can't plan a business around it. So yeah, part of it is about maintaining a healthy work culture. We don't want to burn out our good people. It has been incredibly difficult to recruit the last two years between COVID and the labor markets and the growth in games industry. So certainly burning people out or grinding them down is the wrong thing to do long-term. It's not how you build a business. And it, as an industry, we're terrible about it. We burn our people out. We burn our best people out faster. And as an industry, if we're going to continue to grow, we have to stop it. We just have to stop doing it and make better choices. Love this guy. You know? Yeah. Just just coming out and saying it because that was an issue. So the previous iteration of Telltale Games, they they got real popular real fast. They got the Walking Dead games and then they started churning them out. And then the games started getting really, really janky. So like you could tell it was like the crunch and just the time and stuff like that. And 
he's saying is like, we can't let this happen again, basically. So I'm, I'm all for it. You know, like I said, it's been 10 years. What's one more yeah. year. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we, we hear so much about crunch in the industry and crunching to get it out faster does not mean that you're going to get a good game out of right. the process. So slow down, take your time, put the best game out there possible because we have so much to sift through. We need like to find the diamonds in the rough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And in the meantime, they do have a game coming out um, based on the Expanse uh, books and TV show series. Um, so that one looks really cool. It's like a very sci-fi um, game. So, yeah, so they got something coming out. And then they did announce that they're working on another, a third game. So I don't know what it's like uh, at that studio. But, um, yeah, put out a good game. Don't break your people. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you in 2014, Telltale. And, and the world will say what it will say. Uh, how optimistic did that seem to you, though? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It could be read a couple different ways, I guess. You know, like if it's like, hey, you know, we're going to work on this. And, you know, but basically it's just saying that, I mean, we always use cyberpunk as that standard, you know. Yeah. That came out, didn't work, and the world said what they needed to say. You know, it was a it was a joke. It was a laughing stock of the video game industry for a long time after that. Um, so, yeah, this is this industry, man. This is this is you know we're talking, everybody's talking. Yeah. All right, and last up, last week we talked about uh, Bloom House the movie studio making games this week. We're talking about them making movies, right? It's exciting. Blumhouse make movies. What? You mean yeah. that game company is going to make a movie? <laughs> no, a different company, the movie company. They're making it a, a dead by daylight movie. Now I'm hyped for this just because of all the pieces that are involved with this. So Jason Bloom, um, the the president of Bloomhouse, and then James Wan, uh, the guy, uh, he's the his studio is called Atomic Monster. James Wan is one of my favorite horror directors of all time. He did uh, The Conjuring and Insidious, and he also did like um, some of the Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, he's a great director. Winning me over. Uh huh. But um, at least I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. But anyways, um, yeah, they're working on a Dead by Daylight movies you know something within that universe now i don't know what that means because the game is not not really any story to the game have you ever played dead by daylight yeah it's the asymmetrical yeah we have get to out fix, of the place before you die Yeah, you have to fix generators and then escape the thing yeah so, with monsters yeah yeah so i don't know if it's going to be like that if people got captured and they have to like fix generators to escape or what but um Either way, I'm excited. Um, yeah, again, Bloomhouse, James Wan, together, making games. Uh, let me read you a couple uh, couple quotes from these gentlemen. Um, so Stephen Mulroney, he's the executive vice president at Behavior Interactive, the, the makers of Dead by Daylight. He says, we couldn't be more thrilled to work with Jason Bloom and James Wan, two giants of the horror film industry, to further expand the Dead by Daylight universe. Uh, Behavior, our motto is to create unique moments together forever. Atomic Monster and Bloomhouse are the ideal partners to craft Dead by Daylight's killer entrance 
onto the big screen. And then um, James Wan added, in Dead by Daylight, the behavior team has created a love letter to the world of horror, building an incredible environment, teeming with atmosphere and terrifying villains. Villains, perfect for a scary cinematic adaptation. We're big fans of the game and are thrilled to be teaming up with Bloomhouse to bring this frightening, visceral world to the big screen. And then last up, Mr. Bloom says, uh, We know there are so many fans of Dead by Daylight out there and think it's imperative we find someone who appreciates and loves the world as much as we do to help us bring the game to the big screen. Uh, and we know our partners at Behavior and Atomic Monster will do just that. So, um, yeah, exciting. As a fan of horror movies, a fan of Dead by Daylight, a fan of both of those guys, I'm all in. It's twenty oh, cool. twenty-eight or whenever this is <laughs> yeah. going to happen, you know. Uh, I mean, I hope I hope it does work out, and I hope they maybe have some projects in the future because I think uh, Behavior Interactive is also making that Meet Your Maker, and I can't think of a better like heavy CG B movie premise than Meet Your Maker. It's sort of like a sucker punch back in the day. Yeah, that would be pretty cool to see. Yeah, Meet Your Maker. Which one is that? That's the one with the. Um... All the different like uh, rooms or like the, you got to build yeah. the rooms and go in Kinda and do the thing. Set up your tower, attack yeah. other people's towers against the defense that they yes. built. Yeah, that would be dope. I like that game. Uh, I'm in, interested in that one too. So, yeah, it's all happening, dude. It's all happening. All right, that's uh, all I've got. You got anything else you want to add? Nothing this week. All right, we did it. Another week of sweet gaming news. Um, I only had to. You got distracted by my dog like thirty times. That's what. And if you if you see me looking down or pausing when I'm talking, that's what I'm doing. I got a new dog and she's very crazy. That's so you know. That just just that's what happens. All right. My name is Erock the Red. This guy right here is full clip. You can find us on Fruit Lab, hosting our video game content. Go there, check it out. Uh, you can post your own clips there. Earn pips, buy games. That's what I've been doing. Um, if you don't want to do that, check out check us out on YouTube. I'm at Pop Culture Playground. Full clip is at GameFax, G-A-M-E-F-A-X. Uh, he's also at Twitch. Um, what, don't tell me. Full clip underscore F-L. There we go. Doing his thing over there every once in a while. And then, um, yeah, you want to listen to the podcast version of it? Do it. Anywhere podcasts are found, check us out there. And then TikTok, we're... we're Grabbing our balls, our Pokeballs. Oh, yeah. Pokemon. Headed for the bedroom. Exactly. Um, I think I got everything. That's everything. All right. Let's get out of here. Thanks so much. We'll see you guys next week.